Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. Ron Dugay started following me last night. How about that? How about that? How about that? These guys here, the guys with the full heads of hair, don't even know. What did you call me? Ron Dugui? Like, who is this Ron Dugui? This guy was Bon Jovi before there was Bon Jovi, okay? Good guy, Ron Dugay. He's coming up next week. This is the Ron Peterson Show. Oh, what a day to be alive. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show, uh, episode number 439 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. Coming to you out of the bunker here in Western Canada. Darren Moose DuPont over there, RP here. And uh, we're ready to go with your favorite sports talk live on uh, Facebook and YouTube, Game Plus TV Network, and, of course, our 24-hour sports talk channel. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. That's good. Despite... The, the obvious? Uh, the obvious, yeah. What's the obvious? Not just a crazy day. No, it's good. Life's good. Yeah, well, everybody thinks that... Ugh. How are you doing? I was doing okay. <laughs> now I think I got the earpiece working fine. All right. The only daytime sports talk show on television in Canada is right here. And the only one that you'll get the topics that we talk about in North America is right here. And we do have some uh, breaking news that we'll get to, courtesy of a little scoop just dropped by David Nails Naylor moments ago. But first, I want to tell you, we're not, as some have suggested, going to flush our plans for the day down the toilet just because of a big bombshell from David Naylor. So we've got Ron Dugay, who I'll be honest with you, I know you got to be a little older to remember him, but I feel like I'm interviewing the Loch Ness Monster here today. Ogopogo. A uh, Sasquatch, some legendary mythical figure. That's what he is. You've learned a lot about Ron Dugay in the last week. I have. Yeah. yeah Aren't you excited? Ex- I'm very excited. You've been doing a lot of the reading in the New York newspapers. He was a, as they say, man about town. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Like, I can't believe there hasn't been a movie made about Ron Dugay in his life. Hey, ain't over yet. And uh, so he's coming up at hour one. New York Rangers legend and one of the best looking men that's ever roamed the planet. Where's the comments, guys? Is it not working? My four favorite words in broadcasting. We're working on it. That's fine. And coming up in hour two, Devin Haru from CBC, their curling legend. Thank you. You got it. That was fast. So those are the guests of the program today. And can you please hit Jordan the Quick Six Show topic if you don't mind? I will say that David Naylor has usurped the Quick Six Show topics with this. The CFL and XFL, he tweeted this, about to announce entering formal talks to explore opportunities. Yes, this is big news. Here's why... I'm not going to scrap everything we were going to talk about today and spend two hours on this, although we could. But I have been saying this for 20 years. 20 years I've been saying that the CFL should do this, and it took a pandemic for it to happen. 
but I can't wait till I'm dead and you all are going to go back and go, that guy was a freaking genius, but now he's dead. We can't talk to him anymore. That's what that's going to happen. There's my fearless prediction right there. Yeah. The guy was a savant. He was so far ahead of his time, but he jumped off a bridge and he's dead now. So, yeah. So all those questions of, oh, what are they going to do? Are they going to get rid of the ratio? Are they going to shrink the field? Are they going to go to three downs? Well, you all can have that talk today. We've had that discussion for the last two decades. You know that because you've been around, you've been listening. Why should I scrap my whole plans today? Because you guys just finally dawned on something I've been saying you should do since what? The Clinton administration. So, and by the way, I don't think they should merge with the XFL. We'll see where this goes. I I wore an XFL jacket in here today. I wear it every day. I got a lot of great contacts in the XFL, but I don't think they should merge. This is what I think they should do. I think that they should make it the Continental Football League. So we don't have to give up the CFL brand, the logo, and everything else. Sorry, Rock. If you want to be part of this, you change your name to the Continental Football League. And we can have these teams all over, and there will be no ratio. And we'll throw global, Canadian, and American players into one big pool God knows we got the scouts to evaluate and we'll have a draft and we'll really find out where the American, Canadian, and global players, where the sediment goes here in the draft. We're not going to hide behind a ratio. The best players play. Hockey's been doing it, by the way. It's called the American Hockey League. That's about two minutes for a rant on Twitter that we can save for later. <laughs> What are your thoughts? The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should the CFL and XFL merge? I'll just remind you that every time we've done that poll, 75 to 80% of you have said no. We've been talking about it for 20 years. So they've now just opened up their eyes and said they should do it. Please, Darren, you aren't just here for your hair. <laughs> it's for your opinions as well. What do you think about this merger it's interesting i mean having the conversation i think it's great i think it's awesome i think you should continue to have conversations i don't know what it looks like formally i really don't like does this look like american expansion in the cfl you know back in the 90s is that what this is no i don't know is it you know having one buy out the other maybe you know if if one was going to buy out the other you know which way that deal's happening it's the xfl buying the canadian football league potentially you know the cfl I would say has a much stronger brand, has been around a lot longer. So I'm very curious. Um, but as you know, like I'm an all options on the table kind of person, right? And keep as many doors you know, open. So I don't want to say, I, I don't know that they should do one thing over the other, but having the conversation and going down the path, I think is a good thing. I do. <clears throat> oh, well, here I said we weren't going to usurp upstage the quick six, and here we are doing it. But that's okay, because that's what's lovely about daytime live sports talk. We can do whatever the hell we want. Do we, get, hey? do we get results in the poll, by the way? I don't even. I haven't even looked, because I don't care. Don't, don't go changing your mind now, y'all. What is it? 74% say no, they don't want to do it. Here's one. Rod, it's Scott Radley. Any chance you could join me on the air this evening at 6.10 p.m. Eastern to chat about this bonkers CFL-XFL announcement from CHML Hamilton. Love to. 
But hang on. I'm on a podcast in New York at 5.30 Eastern. So stuff's going on. I'm just a little annoyed by this. And by the way, if I may, and man, the comments are going, going in like crazy. Jacques Dupuy says, he's a viewer in Ottawa. He says, a little too far there. Where did I go too far when I talked about throwing myself off a bridge or abolishing the Canadian ratio? What's more important to you? From our friend J-Rod. I agree with you, Rod. Thank you, J-Rod. I know that you're a very smart guy. So, people are going back and seeing what I've said for the last 20 years and writing it all down. Maybe he was right about this. You know what I mean? Um... I'll just say this. Here's the bad news. The XFL has mothballed itself until 2022. We already know that. I've been following the situation very closely. So if these two teams, sorry, these two team, these two leagues merge immediately, no pro football in Canada in 2021. Just saying that, okay? <clears throat> but I'm all for a merger. I'm all for whatever works. I'm for all whatever pays the bills instead of living hand to mouth like this league has for 100 years. Anyways, here are my quick six, and we're going to have to fly through the, these, and that's fine. Uh, can you hit the quick six again, please, Jordan, just to remind people why, why we're here? Thank you. Calling up my uh, leftovers. Here we go. Patrick Kane skated in his 1,000th game. I still think of him as a little kid. I know. That's unbelievable. He's not. He's still, by the way, the smallest player on the ice most nights. This guy is unbelievable. I love him. My second uh, of the quick six is the term bag skate. The Webster's Dictionary definition of a bag skate is to have one's bag skated off. I'm not sure people know that. I see all these headlines on Yahoo News, MSN, Flames, undergo bag skate under Daryl Sutter. I'm like, do you know what that is? They're so cavalier about it. Yeah, I don't think they and do. I, and I don't think you know what it is. It's to have your bag skated off. So I put on Twitter last night, as you noticed, when's that going to be canceled? Right. That term. If Dr. Seuss is. If Dr. Seuss is canceled, how do you not cancel the term bag skate? And I remember sitting at the front of the bus years ago, and we're like, okay, if anybody ever asks, what's a bag skate? Say, you were skated until you were bagged. <sighs> bagged. You know what I mean? But we actually know it's that you're skated, you're bag into the ground. So I'm just pointing that out. I just wonder if they're ever going to cancel that, or I just don't think the snowflakes know what it means. My next two leftovers had to do with the New York Islanders. They're number one in the Mass Mutual division. How did that happen? Just a couple weeks ago, we had them in our bottom five. It wasn't that long ago. So way to go, Trotsy who incidentally coached the 1700th NHL game last night, and he is a former captain of God's team, the Regina Pats. Uh, Also, the Islanders have yet to lose in regulation at home, and how about Connor Hellebuck? Holy moly. He was in Vezina form last night, but can we please take it easy on Nathan Bullio? I'm watching the game last night live on TSN. I saw the goal by Zach Hyman. You all did. Flying down the right wing, and can I just say this? Here's what I saw was Kyle Connor being right in his hip pocket and stopped skating. So 
the TSN analysts, I won't name them, but you know who they were, are dumping gasoline on Nathan Bullyu for taking the wrong guy. And what do I know? I'm just a dumb goalie, but I saw a guy knock back checking just do-do-do-do-do along for the Why didn't you pick up Zach Hyman? Bullyu took his guy. Why is everybody torching Nathan Bullyu? Was he a goat on the play? Potentially. He took away the pass. Didn't pick up the puck carrier, but I probably thought Kyle Connor had him. So I'm just saying there's a back-checking issue on the Winnipeg Jets, and it doesn't begin and end with Kyle Connor, but come on. If a dumb goalie can see that, why can't everybody else see it? And thank God, some guy this morning on YouTube, from, I believe he's in Winnipeg, slowed it down frame by frame and said the exact same thing, pointed that out. So guess I'm not as stupid as I think. Uh, it's getting down to the nitty-grit at the Briar. Listen, in 30 seconds or less, your thoughts on Saskatchewan apparently blowing it against Cooey today. Yeah, not good. It's, it hasn't been a good morning for, uh, for Matt Dunstone. Kevin Cooey's, I mean, he's the cream of the crop in the briar. So very, very good. That team, John Morris, um, B.J. Newfeld, and, of course, our buddy um, uh, Benny Hebert on that team. The but traitor! It's a tough morning for, for Saskatchewan, but they're going to be, what, the before and two after a loss this morning. It's not done. I mean, still a chance. but They're, uh, they're getting mollywopped. But uh, that's all you can really afford. I think it's going to be, you know, kind of three losses will get you in to the playoff. So you'll get, I think he'll get into the championship pool, but he doesn't have much room for error now the rest of the way. I'm going to fly now. Uh, point three was, should there have been coverage of the CFL Mexican Combines? Yes, the answer to that is yes. The cover, there was coverage in the Mexican media, but nothing here. But that's been usurped by today's news, that the CFL and XFL are now having conversations about m- merging. But again, that's not news to me. They should have been doing it years ago. Point four, George Springer's already hurt, Clark. That didn't take long. Point five, Connor Bedard, the holy child, says he has, quote, a lot of nerves for Friday night's WHL season opener, which we'll be calling on access. I was on the Zoom call yesterday with the first ever exceptional player in Western Hockey League history, Connor Bedard, and he's a little nervous. I'm like, good. He's human. Not, what do we always say about nerves? Yeah. Means you care. Means you care. It's not a bad thing at all. No, I think it's great. I'm excited. Uh, the BC division schedule was released by the Western Hockey League, and I split points six. I split point six into two topics. The NFL salary cap announced this morning is 182.5 million for next season. That's not a huge up or down. It was not up at all, but yeah. not a huge drop either. No. And uh, the NHL going to ESPN. Maybe we'll. You know, that'd be a good talk with Ron Dugay to have when he comes in mm-hmm. next. Get him, years. get him back on TV again. It uh, doesn't really make a big difference to me. I hope it's some money in the pocket of the NHL. I'll be buying center ice for the rest of my life anyways. Doesn't make a big difference to me. Plus, I have ESPN in my home, so that's cool. Uh, Ron Dugay coming up. Listen, I don't want to uh, be too fanboy when he comes on, so I'll tell you now before he logs in. Here's his deal. 860 National Hockey League games. He's originally from Sudbury, Ontario. Drafted by the Rangers and the Jets. One in the WHA draft, one in the NHL draft, both in 1977. Played with the Sudbury Wolves in junior. New York Rangers, Detroit Red Wings, Pittsburgh Penguins. Back with the Rangers. Then the LA Kings. And then rounded out his career in the minors. The Colorado Rangers, San Diego Goals. The Jacksonville Lizard Kings. And was been on TV for decades with the MSG Network in New York. Ron Dugay, a very big deal. And a heartthrob 
as it said in the New York Post. And uh, and one last thing here, um, just on the Bernie Lynch situation, I, <laughs> I said the other day they're obviously watching in Fort Francis, Ontario. They're now watching in Edson, Alberta. I was on the phone last night for a couple hours with parents and billets. They're very upset. They're very hurting with their former coach, Bernie Lynch. And uh, I'm not going to say a whole lot other than Sheldon Kennedy and Theo Fleury have joined the fight here, I guess, if you will. Those terms, uh, recovery warriors, we're forming a team here. And while Bernie Lynch has said in the article, the latest one from CBC, that he's been advised not to say anything, but this is a smear campaign. Thank you, Bernie. You just admitted that you don't think you did anything wrong. You weren't supposed to say anything. Not as smart as he thinks he is. So there are some uh, hurting players. And I told you guys in the morning media, I won't take up as much time here as I did there. But as a recovery coach, which is my title, this was what I would rather do in life. And it's okay if you don't know what it is. I didn't even know what it was till I become one. But it's helping people reclaim their lives and put abusers behind jail or behind bars in some cases. And that's what we're attempting to do here with Bernie Lynch. And like I say, and it's my commentary today on Cat Country, I have even more immense respect for Sheldon Kennedy and Theo Fleury for stepping forward with what they did back in the day. Because for the guy that said it's easier now to come out if you were abused as a hockey player than it was then, no, it's not. It's potentially worse. People are more screwed up now and they don't get it. And Theo and Sheldon went to court and they didn't care. So, yeah, we'd like to think this is the end of the line for one Mr. Lynch, but there's a battle still to be waged. And, uh, again, that's all I have to say about that, but it feels good to help these kids, and let's hope that they, um, let's help them recover and do the right thing. Anyways, this has been the warm-up. Lots to talk about today. The warm-up is for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the NHL, UFC, and now... Regina Pats Hockey. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? (laughs) You've started to. I've had it for a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because (laughs) I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. (sighs) Don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also (laughs) comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So 
I used to get those Nicky things. You must have too. <laughs> Nick yourself. Yes. And you're bleeding. Doesn't happen because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So, what more do you want to know when you when you use the Lawnmower 3.0? You use the anti-shaving cream. You leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Can you put the camera on him, on dupes? What do you got? So they're just talking about the uh, WHL streaming package? Yeah. You can get that, and that's going to get you all the Western Hockey League games. But if you want the holy child... Connor Bedard. You and Connor Bedard. No. If you want to get us, the Access app has, I think it's like four bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. So Clark is telling me... That uh, we don't yet have Ron Dugay. So what is that has done is given us an opportunity here to discuss the biggest news. I retweeted it. Here's today's breaking news. And way to go, David William Naylor, close friend of ours, for giving uh, this truth bomb. He says the CFL, this is on Twitter, the CFL and XFL about to announce entering formal talks to explore opportunities. Yes, this is big news. One of our P1s, Todd Pinckney, has sent me this meme that TSN has created with a photo of Randy Ambrosi. And here's a quote from Randy Ambrosi, the commissioner of the CFL. Canada has an exciting game and devoted fans, and our discussion with the XFL provides a tremendous opportunity to build that strong foundation. We look forward to exploring how we might work with one of the most innovative sports brands in the world to grow the game, engage fans in new ways, and reach new audiences. Now, Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, has written in and says, by reading the statements from both the XFL and CFL, this doesn't sound like a merger and rather a research and development partnership similar to the CFL's global partnerships. Maybe that's what you read, Nelson. That's not what I read. And from my talks just in the last 48 hours, I haven't just been dealing with the Edson-Fort Francis situation. I've been dealing with a lot of CFL stuff. The, listen, man, do you need to be... Walter Cronkite or Larry King to realize that the CFL's in significant money problems? You got your hand raised. What yeah, is it? Yeah, Dave Naylor. This is three minutes ago. Okay. Dave Naylor on Twitter. If you put me on the spot and asked, will we see XFL and CFL teams playing each other as soon as 2022? My answer is yes. And that's just the speculation of someone who's seen it all. That's what Dave Naylor tweeted. From a... CFL insider writing me, who will remain nameless. <laughs> You're going to guess who it is if I say too much. So I, he writes, CFL is dead. That quick. Wow. Yeah, and by the way, it's not Pat McAfee. I don't have his cell number. <laughs> but Pat McAfee did say the CFL is dead. State fair football. Put two and two together. Put two and two together. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Pat McAfee said it months ago. The CFL's dead. It was great. It was awesome. But COVID killed it. It is what it is. I 
had a call. <laughs> Obviously, I'm tiptoeing through the tulips here. Be careful what I can say. But I had a call from a guy whose brother resigned from a community-owned team's board and just said the, the finances are, are they're done. Like, and we're talking the community-owned teams in the CFL are the best financial shape juggernauts, right? If they're teetering on hitting the iceberg, what does that say for the other teams? So again, I could sit and talk about this. Oh, this is awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome reaction here from people on the comments. And that's what we do here. Come here every day and have coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack in Alberta. The XFL and CFL together is the greatest news I've heard in over a year. This needs to happen, folks. On the flip side, James in Borden, Manitoba says, I don't want our league to lose its Canadian flavor. James, you got to move. No, stop. Stop it. These guys have run it into the ground. End of story. And actually, I feel bad for a lot of people in that league office. I really feel bad for Randy Ambrosi. This has been decades, decades of bad decisions on the CFL that have just been dumped on the pandemic. You know? It's a big carpet. Right. Oh, everything. (laughs) Former uh, CFL guy, because there's a lot of us. Wrote me the other day and said, don't let a good pandemic go to waste. Blame all your problems on the pandemic. Now's the time. <laughs> Can you imagine back in the CFL? We don't want to lose the CFL. Just do it like baseball. National League, American League. Whoever's hosting the World Series, we're playing with the DH this week. Next week, we're not. You oh. know. Okay, 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 okay. Is it, are, are we now getting into it? Oh, yeah. That same guy. Here, here's our conversation. I'll let you on the inside of my text conversation with this CFL insider. I, I'd love to say more, but you'll get, you're going to guess who it is. He goes, CFL is dead. That's quick. That quick. Wow. I wrote him back. Maybe. <laughs> and he wrote me. Yeah, it was a long, the long yeah. one. And he writes me back, dude, it's a merger. I'm like, I know. I know. But I've only been saying this for years that it should happen and here we are cfl's dead i just said 10 days ago and i guys my brothers turn off the show for a second because this upsets them but remember it just reminds me of my mom who passed away from cancer in the summer of 2019 reminds me of that you know, we're all on these hopeful wonder drugs, and she was in the 5% that they worked for, and we're going to extend her life, and we're going to come back. And at the end, it's, it's here. It's over. And I think that these, this guy in Manitoba, James, who says, oh, I don't want to lose the Canadian flavor. It's dead. Wake up. And for it to come back to life, this is what has to happen. Now, on the concept of playing three downs and a wider field and goalposts at the front of the end zone, Darren, the, we can't do that. You know that, right? What do you say? He who has the gold? Makes the rules. Right? It's called the golden rule. It's the golden rule. <laughs> well, look around that table. 
It's pretty easy to see where the gold is. <laughs> oh, you good. This is so dark. Are we going to sit and fight? Listen, I'm not going to be defensive. But Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I know this. The CFL has survived for ages. Upstart U.S. leagues haven't. Do we think the Rock is going to make a difference? Jeff, you are what's wrong with the CFL's way of thinking for the last year. We've always survived. We'll survive this. (laughs) No, you won't. CFL hasn't faced a pandemic in 100 years. But if you want to put your feet up and say, it'll take care of itself. What happens then? Uh, Two more of the uh, comments here. Nelson Hackowitz says, money drives everything forward. Yes, and the CFL has none. What did Leo Routon say here yesterday? The NBA is playing because they've got the global assets. They've got the global, the the money pouring in from around the world consistently, and that's why they were able to play and stage an all-star game. And to Randy Ambrosi's credit, I... Spent far too much time. When I'm not thinking with this Bernie Lynch stuff and dealing with his victims, I've been thinking about the CFL, believe it or not, and I don't know why. But foreign investment is a thing. And that's what Randy Ambrosi's trying to do with both players and money. The problem is the European leagues and Mexico, I think, to a certain extent, they're like, why would we send our best players to you? It weakens our league. He had the right idea. But as I said to Randy, I think he was in an interview, Yao Ming, when he came from China and really kind of started that global thing, he was on par with NBA players. He was an all-star. Send me a guy you can't even put on the field? That was, was the flaw in the thinking. Todd Pinckney, a P1, says the CFL was just taken to the train station. Are they going to be like the guy that they saw in the bar that they thought they took to the train station and they were sitting in a bar playing, singing songs on the microphone? He's supposed to be dead. Did you get to that yet? No. You haven't? Sorry. But now I, But now I know who it is. <laughs> the only guy who plays the guitar. Spoiler alert for Yellowstone. He did want to get out of there, though. So I can't believe you haven't caught up on the Yellowstone yet. We're in season two. Uh, where's Kevin Costner when you need him? Todd Mogi in Winnipeg says this is the best news the CFL has seen in years. Obviously, I agree. Obviously, I agree. Keenan McGillis writes in, it has to happen. No way the CFL can do it alone. We needed this. Hashtag CFL is dead. Nobody's celebrating that at all. But I believe that's where they're at. The financial picture is that bad. And they've been doing as much as they can to keep it secret and out of the news. And to recap, if you just logged in or just turned us on, what this means, and Naylor tweeted it himself, he believes by 2022 the CFL and XFL, U.S. and Canada teams will be playing against each other. What I think he neglected to mention in there, if you read between the lines, is there will be no games in 2021. Because The Rock, the second he bought the XFL out of bankruptcy, he just said, we're not playing until 2022. It was easy for him to do because they had no employees. Everybody had been laid off and their contracts terminated. 
CFL couldn't do that as easily. However, for all those that draw a paycheck in the CFL right now, they should probably be, I'd be excited. I'd, if I was a coach, if I was a marketing person, here we are. We've been, how many times have I said it? We got the Tampa Bay Vipers coming to town on Sunday. Forget about the Ottawa Redblacks. We got the Tampa Bay Vipers coming. And then next week, the Houston Roughnecks. That's exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Really exciting. You know, and to have that marketing power behind you and you start doing this and you have the Rock's name attached to it, but you have these major American markets and you become this real big, true North American brand and do it the right way. There's an opportunity to really, now you're going to think I'm crazy, but to rival, I already did. To rival the NFL. You're not going to, it's not going to happen right away. That's, that's nuts. But to start to build something that might actually be a threat. Right. Or be a true American football league, like a, you know, American hockey league to the NHL to do it the right way. There's, there's tremendous opportunity, but you're going to, you're going to really build that North American brand. And I think that's exciting. Well, I'll say it again. Uh, It's an interesting talk of a merger between the CFL and XFL, which is exactly what it is. What did this guy say? He's like, dude, it's a merger. That's what he said. Um, Hey, CFL, don't get on your knees for these guys. You still have the 100-plus-year brand. You would agree with that, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I would say, hey, Rock, maybe you should change your name. We'll change ours to the Continental Football League, but you need to change yours to the Continental Football League, and it's still the CFL. How do you feel about that? The Great Cup has to stay, right? (laughs) There's, there's a lot of, I mean, yeah. we're not just saying, you know, bent over CFL and whatever the XFL wants to do. No, but the idea of working together is a great idea. It's a great idea. Jim Vancha just tuned in and he says, does that mean there will be football this summer? Jeff, the Stamps fan says playing football in Canada in February, March. Step off the gas, guys. Just hang yeah. on. Those, that's, that's. No. Again, working together. Working together. And the fact that the XFL wants to work and have conversations with the Canadian Football League shows that they see tremendous value in the brand of 100-plus years Canadian football. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I don't know if we're going to get Ron Duguay or not, but hey, it's a God shot. We had other things to talk about, and I don't think Ron Duguay's going anywhere. We can bring him on anytime. But... I had mentioned all these options of a, of a continental football league where you, you're going to have to say goodbye to the ratio. We can't have one football league that is 100% Americans and another football league that has 60% Americans. It's not going to work. And if the, the caliber of Canadian football is so strong, which it is, then put your money where your mouth is and let's get rid of the ratio. And maybe we have Canadians playing down there. But that's why those American teams in the 90s in the CFL didn't have to have Canadians was because or they couldn't. Because of antitrust laws. It was against USA laws to say you have to have this many Canadians. Very Canadian to mandate that you have to have a certain amount of ca- Canadians on a team. They don't, they don't play that game in the States. But look, we've been going on with this for a long time. We need to take a break. We'll come back with a sports update, Briar update. You're watching the RP show on uh, Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Shoot, maybe we'll televise the games. YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Do you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we got a lot to going on. Mandy Donald in Edmonton's had a few comments. She says, let's get Bon Jovi on. Well, Ron Duguay has informed us that uh, he was playing tennis at our scheduled interview time. And uh, we've told him, let's book it another day. So you're going to have to wait another day to get... Hockey's Bon Jovi on Mandy. I apologize on behalf of Ron Duguay. Connor Hallibuck made 36 saves as the Winnipeg Jets beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-3 at Scotiabank Arena in the first of three meetings this week. The Leafs and Jets play eight more times between now and April 24th, including Thursday and Saturday in Toronto. Blake Coleman scored 217 into overtime, giving the Tampa Bay Lightning a 4-3 win over the Detroit Red Wings. Tampa 18-4-2 with the NHL's best winning percentage. Shane Gostaspair tied the game late in regulation. Sean Couturier and Nolan Patrick scored shootout goals, and the Philadelphia Flyers beat the Buffalo Sabres 5-4. Manitoba's Jason Gunlison is still undefeated at the Tim Hortons Briar. The Manitoba skip ranked first in Pool A at 5-0 following an 8-4 win against New Brunswick's James Grattan, who fell to 4-2. Preliminary round action continues in Calgary until Thursday. Uh, back to hockey for a second. Ryan Francis didn't look like a player who went over three months without any game action. Francis scored four times in his St. John debut when the St. Uh, the Sea Dogs beat the Acadie Bathurst Teton 5-3 Tuesday in Q action. Francis was acquired in a trade with the Cape Breton Eagles in January when the Q was on hiatus due to the pandemic. Vladislav Kotkov scored once and set up three more while Peter Reynolds tacked on three assists for the Sea Dogs. The league announced February 27th that restrictions were lifted in New Brunswick, allowing games to resume for the Sea Dogs, Teton, and Moncton Wildcats starting Monday. The three teams have not played since late November due to provincial government restrictions. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, Regina's newest enter- uh, entertainment destination. Visit them on the heart of the Dudney Strip. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. What are you looking at me like that for? Nothing? No. Just hanging out? Okay. Hanging out. Just to some of the text messages, Jim Wagner writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaaS town mobility dealer. He says, hello, RP crew. Roddy, it's a good thing you guys have archived all of your shows. That way people can go back and dig up all your truth bombs. Enjoy your day. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Well, I appreciate you guys that you're able to do that. You guys put a lot of work into that archive stuff. You do a very good job of that, by the way. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, wow, I've been saying it forever, boys. Just do it. CXFL. Just do it. Spring ball. Awesome. I'm just getting pumped listening to you. This metal shingle guy has been saying it for quite some time. Um, Leonard, from Leonard. Yes, Rod, I love it when you sing Galveston. You know that song? Galveston, oh, Galveston. It's an old Glenn Campbell country song. And he says, from Leonard, hashtag CFL is on life support. Unfortunately, it is. And I'll get to more of that in a second. From Bob in Grand Prairie, Alberta, regarding CFL, XFL, as usual, 
God bless America. They took basketball, hockey, and now football. If this thing materializes, and that's a big if, let's not forget the XFL is a two-time loser. Well, thank God you're not in charge, Bob. From John in Edmonton, an update from ownership. Now, he sent me a link to a story from XFL.com. Not, uh, not clicking on that, John, from Edmonton. Clickbait. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everybody's a loser until... <laughs> Here's one. Until you win. I know. Ian from Karen. Karen, Saskatchewan. Okay. So, when is the first RP show trip to Texas to watch the Riders play? Sign me up. Seeing what's happening here, right? I mean, Lynch called me all in a fervor yesterday. There's a reason they called him John Frenzy. And he was all worked up about the fact that how close we are to potential opening of training camp. Three months for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The vaccine stuff's still up in the air. I mean, I tried to put this in my column the other day, and people got in my face about it. I said, the border's not open. You couldn't get a vaccination right now if you wanted it. Really, if you're Joe Blow or Jane Blow public, uh, why, what makes you think that they're going to be opening training camps on time? Even if we all did get vaccinations, how many are going to be racing to the stadium? Like It's not... I, I appreciate the positive outlook, but you got to be real too. So with this XFL-CFL merger talk, they're not playing this year. But it will probably happen next year. I'm trying to find the comment here from Mandy in Edmonton. She has added a lot to the discussion today. Uh, there have been so many comments coming. She was regarding Jeff, the Stamps fan, says two minutes ago, Rod said he with the gold makes the rules. Now you guys are saying the CFL has bargaining power. Make up your minds, man. Jeff, you clearly have never been part of a negotiation before. Never. Let's not allow Jeff the Stamps fan nor Bob and Grand Prairie anywhere near these negotiations because they'll botch it. Do you have faith in the CFL it's, leaders that they can pull it off? You've got to understand, we're in this world of black and white extremism. Like, <laughs> right. It's either got to be way over here or way over here. You either yeah. got to be all right or you got to be all left, right? No. When you have the bargaining power, when you have money, Yes, he who has the gold makes the rules. But the CFL has some tremendous value here. That's what I'm That's saying. That's why they're at the table together. Listen, Otherwise, the XFL would just do their thing. Those guys, uh, what did I say yesterday? People hear what they want to hear, and that includes Jeff the Stamps fan and Bob in Alberta. Uh, Mandy says, I just got an email from the Edmonton E football team saying the CFL has agreed to work with The Rock to examine opportunities to collaborate, innovate, and grow. She also says that they said it will not affect this season. Yeah. I'm not sure there's even going to be a season this year. How could you play this year knowing next year you're going to be a 20-team league merged with the XFL? I mean, you could do it, but it'd be difficult. Let's break and come back for a full-on viewer takeover. It's the RP Show, and you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and listen live, 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Your opinions now. We won't victimize you. 
unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. I feel like uh, we're a little bit behind here, dupes, with curling coverage because we had that morning draw going on. Is it a final? Hate the final. I don't know. Saskatchewan Cooey was 6 1 when I was watching. Cooey was taking Dunstone to the train station the last we watched. Yes. Yeah, he was. And I. Okay, so I put this on Twitter last week, but I said, like. And then there's always an exception to the rule, but the best curlers don't wear hats. Yep. They don't. Dunstone put on a hat this morning. Why would he do that? He hadn't been wearing one all week. I don't, don't think he put on his hat this morning, and look what happens. With a head of hair like that, why would you cover it up? That's I don't what know. I often say. I don't know. Uh, no, they're still going. It's 8-2 Cooey playing the eighth end. Yeah. So almost up. Classic Ron Dew game. Oh, is that the curling report? Here's the update. None of these are final. Yeah, there's one final. Newfoundland, Labrador, Smith defeating none of it. Peter Mackey, 9-2. None of it is 0-7. Sorry, now 0-6. They're having none of it. Quebec's Fournier leading John Epping of Ontario, 9-7. Playing 9. Do I sound like Vic Ryder at all, Vic Ryder? Kind of. Make the final. That, that, that was it. Brad Gushu of Team Canada leading PEI's McKenzie. 5-4, playing 9. And as we mentioned, Team Kevin Cooey, wildcard 2, taking Saskatchewan's Team Dunstone, Matt Dunstone, to the train station. 8-2, playing the 8th end. To our viewers live on YouTube. Man, we got a lot. Jessica in Winnipeg. Do you smell what the rock is merging? She says she's pumped for this. People are fired up. Oh, yeah. The whole business of losing the Canadian flavor of that, you blew that, guys. You blew it. You blew it. The sooner you realize it, the better. Sponsored by his tequila company and powered by his energy drinks and blah, 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 blah. Maybe learn something here. Yeah. Stop fighting. Ivan... Diablo watching, he says, if the CFL and XFL merge, there's no need for federal dollars. I don't think they're getting federal dollars. Read that story the other day about $500,000 going to Scott Milanovic in Edmonton without even coaching a game. Ottawa is not stepping up when they're doing stuff like that. Tanner Osborne writes in and says, Hey, Rod, off topic, but I'm wondering, what do you think are the chances of a Regina high school spring football season? Well, it doesn't look good at the moment now at all. But you know what? Let me talk to my guys. I got to stop in and see Lenny Antonini here and have a socially distanced coffee and discuss that. The guy that runs Regina minor football. Jessica Dracul in Winnipeg. As long as the Bombers exist... And I'll let the other teams come too. Daniel Swanson on YouTube. More like CFL rules in Canada, XFL rules in the States. Nope. This isn't uh, American League National League Baseball. Nope. It's not happening. Mandy says from Edmonton, the XFL looks like it'll be way more entertaining. Just need local games here. Todd Payne, says, no longer the Grey Cup. It's the Brahma Bowl Cup. 
you know what? Let's sell the name. Let's sell everything. You know, maybe it's the PPG Paints, PPG Paints Cup. Who cares? What did Leo Ezra or Leo Ezrin's Leo Routen say yesterday? Gotta find a way to make money. We only got 40 seconds, but uh, Ron Dugay just pulled the most Ron Dugay thing ever. Double booked himself, wrote down the wrong time, was playing tennis, and completely wormed his way back into Clark's heart. Oh, yeah. And Clark still loves him. So Ron Dugay sends his regards. What's the timeout? Ron Dugay will be with us another day. Uh, Devin Aru, next hour. And more CFL-XFL talk. Stick around, everybody. Hour two coming up here on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.